Welcome to Long Lost Brothers, the podcast devoted to fitness, friendship, and the overall acquisition of betterment. My name is Brett Scott. And I'm Jesse Cole. And we are the Long Lost Brothers. Jesse, what's going on, man? How are you doing? What's going on with you, man? I have had a pretty uh, eventful week. I uh, I ran that marathon. Yes, sir. Congratulations. A little bit. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was rough, but, uh, it's knocked out. I, uh, I, I got my goal of a sub five hour. What'd you uh, end up finishing? Four hours and 48 minutes. Oh, hell it's, yeah. It's not, um, you know, killing it, but it's, it's pretty good. Well, don't take anything away. Like, don't take anything away from that. That's a, that's a huge fucking accomplishment just to do it. I did mine in almost five and a half hours. So you, you beat me by like 40 minutes. So that's something. Yeah. I, I trained, I trained pretty hard for it, but, um, but I'm going from a chubby power lifter to, um, I ran a marathon in about four months. So I'm not really mad at it. No, man, that's huge. That's huge. That, yeah. That's a cool thing too, to be able to like relate to people. So like if someone it's like, man, I, I just, you know, I don't think I can do this, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Something even smaller yeah. than that. You can be like, look, dude, look, there was a time when I didn't run at all. <laughs> and all I did was eat a bunch of food and lift heavy things. And then I decided all on my own, I'm going to run a fucking marathon. And so I put in the work and in four months and only four months, I ran a fucking marathon. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's almost unbelievable to someone mm-hmm. who hasn't done it. You know what I mean? Well, that's a, that's a big thing, man. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, a marathon ain't no punk. Like, <laughs> no, it's, it, it's forever been called like the, it's like the race of races, like the ultimate test of endurance before all yeah. these ultra marathons started up. But, like, yeah. It was always the gold standard of like, do you have endurance? I have to say that's one of the hardest, physically hardest things I've done. Oh yeah, no doubt. I agree. Uh, I agree. That's a, it's a yeah. Um, I, I I'll say I prepared better for that than I did that the twenty mile run that I did in preparation of the marathon. Um, I I slept better. I planned it out a little better. Um, you know, I rested, but I did make a, a bad mistake. I was, uh, I was on vacation this week. That's why I was um, able to run the marathon during the week. And um, so I was hitting like two days at the gym, but just training up her body and not doing really much. Like I ran a couple of little short runs, um, like I think around five and a three. And then, um, but I did bench press like two days in a row and then dude, my shoulders were just on fire from like mile six on and I was having to do this thing where I was like raising my arms and like stretching my arms while I'm running and it was like oh my god I actually forgot about that I remember having to do that during mine too like I would put my hands on my head and be running like that yeah like I was about to be arrested you know what I mean I was running like that yep yep I got to where I was doing like um some kind of like sweating the oldies moves where I was just like lifting my arms like because yeah. it was like just I get that lactic acid out of there and the, yeah that was um yeah so um I'm what I'm a four days out of removed from that so that's Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday how you so feeling Sunday, um I'm like 80 80 percent my I feel you know I'm so low tight my I'm a, I'm a little beat up still, but not as bad as I had anticipated. I think um, I'm going to actually go train legs tomorrow. Right on at the at the gym in the morning. I think. So you're so. right back. You're right back into um, lifting and yeah. like getting back into that sort of fitness. Well, my diet has gone to shit. To like, I'm I'm just not a very good macro counter. Yeah. I'm not good at counting macros. I just. Uh, I just don't eat carbs and I lean out. That's kind of just my go-to because I'm right. just not very dialed in with skillful mm-hmm. nutrition. I mean, like, I can lose weight if I do like the, um, like, you know, like my fitness pal, I use an app, you know, and I know what food is going to make me a fat ass and what's not. Like I'm not like a moron, but you know, um, for me, it's like, I'll just, I'll just eat steak and eggs and I'll just 
lean up, you know. So, so um, are you back on the keto then? Like, yeah, I'm on day two right now. Okay. So, um, and I've been uh, taking it very seriously and, you know, really adhering to it. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I, my abs are, are kind of gone right now, but they'll be back in a couple of days, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, they would stay gone. I, I, it's a good thing that you started up like getting back on the diet like right away after, because well, you know, it's I, about to I, get real. Like you're about to be doing a lot less uh, calorie burning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and uh, and the the thing that I realized is at the start of the the training cycle, I was able to do, uh, you know, more more resistance training and uh, with these shorter runs throughout the week. So, um, as to where, um, you know, later in the training block is like these, like, you know, half marathon, 16 miles, 18 miles, you know, these big runs that, right. you know, just de- debilitates you after, you know, for a day or two after. And, yeah. um, so now I have, um, I've written up a little training plan where it's like, uh, legs, maybe like a, a lower body workout, upper body workout, and then a run, and then a, a rest and mobility day, and then a uh, repeat as okay. such. And um, I'm thinking that's going to uh, – I think that will allow me to to uh, get strong, healthy, and maintain speed. Because I'm, I'm not really sure when, but um, I'm going to run this for a while and see if it's effective. And then I'm going to try and get faster. And I'm going to try to squat 405 and run a sub two hour marathon, a half marathon in uh, the same week. I think I could do that. So that's like your next, your next goal. That's the next uh, lining I want to wear on my head, if you will. Cool. So it's, good, it's, I, good, it's good that you chose something like um, pretty much right away. Like I always make the mistake of, of not having another goal lined up. And, yeah. you know, and then, so then I end up falling off or getting real inconsistent and, it, yeah, it's good to always have something else in mind, like right away. Um, even it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be big. Like you don't have to go from a marathon to like, okay, well now, now I'm going to run a, 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 a ultra marathon. Like, nah, it's got to be something that you're like working towards. You know what I mean? Well, I think that, um, for me, the, the marathon was cool. And I, you know, and I did get that, that little nibble in my head, like, what about an ultra? What about like you know? Yeah. What about a forty mile? Mm-hmm. I think I could, think you could do that. Like, and I think I could. I think I could. I could definitely. I think it, I'm next sure Saturday, I bet you I could run thirty miles. Oh yeah. I bet you. I, but I, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. I feel you. It's, it's so rough. Like that. Like that was a that was a really rough. And um, I I you know i know that initially um you know i've changed my uh approach a lot throughout this whole training block like initially i was like, i'm gonna do this all keto and then i was like you know getting things longer runs like yeah keto and everything i mean it might be for some people but i can figure i can crack that nut myself um so during my marathon i uh what i got was some little uh peach ring candies yeah a little game uh, yeah those kept me uh kept me through i ate like and i had like um like a real like with sugar energy drink before um and then i pounded like like two donuts i know this is all garbage but i was like i just need a bunch of sugar in my in my muscles um and then um i had my son and then i had my son when at mile 20 uh bringing like a 12 ounce uh, like full sugar red bull and i just pounded that in like a drink and uh, that got me through. So that, um, that was that was the most delicious Red Bull you ever drank, wasn't it? Oh, dude, and my son's a boss because it was like ice cold, like <laughs> perfect timing. Like I, I like I've seen my car coming. I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> dude, that thing was like hyper delicious. Oh, and also like okay, so like uh, maybe a quarter mile up the road before that, there's like these blackberries that I've been like, it was on my route that I would just snatch a couple while I'm running. Yeah. And like, uh, dude, those, those punks tasted so good, dude. I was like, Oh man. And it's like late in the season right now. So they're like really sweet. Mm-hmm. I, so I was like grabbing them. And you know, I, at this point it's like, I'm not really killing it with the speed. Um, but it's just at that point where you're getting up to like 20 miles where it's like, you're going to hit that wall. Yeah. And it's like, this is where it's like, you're just going to do it. Right. Like you're just gonna keep you're just gonna keep putting your feet in front of the other one. Yeah, that, you know. that's when that's when it it's like actually hard. That's where it becomes a test. Like, do you have yeah. the fortitude 
Yeah. And um I I did and and I actually I actually recovered faster from this than I did the twenty mile because the preparation and yeah. um and then even though I ate like just straight garbage, like like all the food that I ate during that was just, like a hundred percent just straight fast acting like sugar, you know. Right. And, but that's 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 pretty normal uh, for marathon runners and shit and endurance athletes. Um, but yeah. also I think it's important to mention though, that you were like extremely hydrated. You were properly hydrated. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And it, oh, and also it was like 20 degrees cooler, it was like 60 degrees with a, a mist instead of oh, it being yeah. a nine or 80, it was like 83 when I ran that 20. It was like, it was like the perfect day for it. It was like, it just rained. All the smoke was gone. Um, and it was like threatening to rain again. So like, and then, um, and instead of going out all the way where I usually go, um, where it gets further down to the highway, um, there's in the opposite direction. I ran out um, four miles and then came back, so past my house. So there's eight miles knocked off, so I didn't have to go so far out into the country. Yeah, so yeah. it was a little, it kept it a little safer. And um, it was cool because this road is called Blue Slough. It's shut down because they're digging the slough out. If you don't know what the slough is, it's where there's a river that runs over um, and would flood the city. So they dig like um, like a big ditch out, like a, a football field out that's like lower. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a road that goes over that slough, which is common. It has like a train underneath it so it can go. So anyway, that's a slough for people who don't know what a slough is. But wow. uh, I didn't know what that was. So I moved out here to the west side of the state where there's a lot more water. But well, there's um, a slew of sloughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a hey. fucking nerd, man. All right. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, hey, you fucking did it, man. That like that's yeah. I'm proud of you, man. I'm really yeah, proud of you. Was, for sure, you set a goal, and you even said it, it was like long term. I mean, it was short term, but it was long term in the sense of like it wasn't next week. It wasn't like one of our yeah. challenges. You know what I mean? It was like. I'm going to do this thing and it's going to require a lot of training and a lot of time getting ready for it. And you did the thing and yeah. you didn't finish the whole 16 weeks, but you know what? I, I, I get why you didn't. And you still pushed it all the way to the hardest part of it. I mean, it's not yeah. like you quit halfway through and went, all right, fuck it. I'll run this marathon now. Like you made it all the way to the, like the longest set of miles you had to run. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I cut out, I cut out one seventeen miler and mm-hmm. then I missed like, four short runs, four yeah. to five short runs. But um but you know, it is what it is. I I got the thing done. And yes. um yeah, I'm I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I'm I, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm done running, but I I don't know about um these super long runs. They really turn my body up. Mm-hmm. But I I think um for me the car, like for keeping a nice physique, uh the like five to eight mile range is good like on a consistent level on a consistent um basis like a, a three eight a five and an eight in a week would be like doable yeah and you'll, or, you'll still build some pretty, pretty decent endurance doing that and keep your cardiovascular health up so i mean yeah, and there's I, nothing wrong I with think, that and i think the way that i'm gonna start training is gonna, it's gonna be like um like powerlifting, but also with hyper hypertrophy days in it. Yeah. Um. But like a lot of West Side stuff with like bands and chains, where I'll be more explosive, and you know, um, mm-hmm. I might trade some of those runs for some like um, like pushing a prowler or uh, you know, pulling a sled or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to get that general physical or yeah, general physical prepare pre- preparedness. The GPP. I don't know if you like to ever watch like um. West Side versus the world. You should watch that. That'll give you kind of an idea of the the kind of training that I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah but I'm gonna do that. It's a little. It's a little hardcore though. I get the conjugate method and everything, but I don't. I don't know about pushing it like fucking. But I'm not even. Yeah, I'm gonna do it more with more of the speed days. I'm not gonna do as many max uh, maximal efforts. So it's not gotcha. really gonna. I'm not gonna utilize the the conjugate method. I'm just gonna use some of their um expo- their explosive techniques. Some of the um. Gotcha. You know, the, the bands, the chains where, um, you know, the load increases as the bar rises. Right. And you're switching up, like, modalities of doing this. You're not doing the same movement over and over. You're doing, like, different yeah. versions of that movement. Yeah, but my gym, there's a lot of people that train conjugate there, this this gym that I joined. So um, mm-hmm. they have all the setups for it, which is pretty badass. Um, cool. and, they, and they have a reverse hyper, which is nice. And, 
Don't you live in Columbus, Ohio? Isn't Westside there? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. I've never seen it. I've never been there. Yeah, dude. That's where. That's where the there's some world world record holding people in there. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a famous fucking gym for sure. Yeah, but, and it was, yeah, and I have like there. a Westside T-shirt, and I went in this gym or a timber gym where they hold powerlifting meets here, and this dude has like like the the dark nitro is on my t-shirt like tattooed on his shoulder i was like oh this guy oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, i got the shirt he's got the fucking ink bro but, but it was cool because he walked up and was like west side and, like gave me the knuckles i was like all right all right and this guy's like this big monster i was like oh yeah dude this guy for sure benches like 405 for sure <laughs> yeah like you know like there's some like serious like serious power lifters up in this gym so it's, it's cool um so I'm excited to, um, to be back in like a, a gym again. Um, that's new. Yeah. Regular ass fitness, not this crazy endurance trek. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I've taken away the, um, my body does respond well to cardio and, and, it, and it, it is, and it feels good to not be fat and I'm going to maintain my not fatness for sure. Like, yeah. I've, like, I, like right now, like I, I gained back 10 pounds going off keto and just, um, eating everything in sight, you know, um, but, but the thing with the ketosis is like, once I get back, like, like I'm on day two right now, I'm down like five pounds. So it'll like the water weight will come off really fast. Yeah. It'll come off quick. Yeah. I'm not tripping. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to get back into what I was doing, um, early on in the training block, but with more, um, strength training. Gotcha. Well, um, so you've had a really like, Oh, and I got a new tattoo. But yeah, so that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so you've done a lot of cool shit this week. I really haven't done anything. Like, really? Yeah, oh yeah, I, I've been like, I'm dude. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm stressed the fuck out. Like, I'm gonna be real here. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, fucking, I did this and that. No, this week was like really. It was kind of. It was, man. <laughs> it's stressful. It's like um, we're getting used to this like homeschooling thing, and it's like trying to figure out how to manage my sleep schedule with getting up with the yeah. kids. Cause I work oh, at night and mm-hmm. then I also get up early to help my daughter with her school when my wife goes to work. Um, yeah. so it's like, yeah, I, I had a couple of like four hour a night, you know, sleeps and shit. I, and, I did that. Yeah. And it just, a couple of those mounted up. Like I got a four hour a night and then a five hour one night and then like, uh, another five and then a six. And it's like, I I've realized just through experimentation over the past year. So that like, if I get about, I'd say about seven hours is like the perfect amount of sleep for me. Like, yeah, I, I used to always be that, that guy who was like, Oh, I don't need that much sleep. Uh, I can, yeah. I can get by on three to four hours, you know, and maybe I could when I was 25, but like now it's like, dude, yeah. I need, like, I need that sleep. Not just for my, like to feel good physically, but like, to to feel mentally stable like i'm fucked yeah yeah if i don't get enough sleep i'm an asshole dude like there's a direct correlation between mental health and and uh circadian rhythm yeah that's that's uh paramount for sure uh if if you ever heard that that sleep doctor dude that was on rogan um i haven't dude oh dude there's a book i'll find it and i'll suggest it to you and the and the listeners later but it's all about like how detrimentally fucking important sleep is like to every aspect of life like it's it's crazy after reading it it's kind of like if you read a book about Wim Hof for breathing you know right. what I mean? and you're like oh my god like all my problems would be solved if I could just breathe like yeah <laughs> it's like that with sleeping um but a lot of it I've noticed in real life like fuck man like my mental capacity is different when I don't sleep my physical capacity is different um you know I get like sluggish during the day and same things too it's like if I don't work out it sounds counterintuitive. Like it sounds, it sounds like, well, if you worked out, you'd be more tired like later in the day, but yeah, it, it was the opposite. Um, it's the opposite. Yeah. Paul check. Uh, he says, uh, you, you have to expend energy to create energy. And, um, he's like this holistic health guy. Um, yeah. he's kind of Elliot Holst's kind of, um, mentor, but, uh, previous to him, like grabbing a MAGA hat and getting all weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, Paul Check. I've heard of him for sure. Yeah, uh, he has this a really good book called uh, How to Eat, Sleep, and Be Healthy by Paul Check. That's mm-hmm. that's the first book I read. Like, so he he's um, I enjoy him. He, you know, he's like seventy years old and still battles like five hundred pounds. So that's awesome. I don't know. I said to say to say this. Like I, I oh, haven't really? been sleeping good this week. Um, I've missed several workouts. Um mm. and we'll talk about this in a second, but I fucking did not do very good at our challenge. Um yeah. I I um yeah, just been like in a kind of negative mindset and I think it all goes back to like not just the um I think it all starts with sleep. I really do. And then after that, you know, uh, workouts and then like that can, yeah, that can mess with your whole day, man. If you, if you get out of that. Yeah. And you know, you, you added another, uh, you know, another drop in the bucket of putting on another hat of being a teacher now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing I'm like trying to figure out right now. And you know, it obviously it creates little tiffs with the wife too. Like, you know, yeah. you got disagreements about how to do this with the, the kids and each one of our kids is in a different grade and they're in different, uh, you know, uh, my son is actually doing a different form of online schooling than the other two kids are doing. So it's like, it's crazy. It's madness, dude. So I'm like, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little anxious, a little edgy. I'm a little like worry about how things are going to work out, but I know they'll all work out, but um, right. it's just been one of those weeks. One of those weeks, man, stressful, it's tough. Uh, yeah, so I didn't accomplish much. This is actually crazy. I had, um, so I had this goal at the beginning of the year. Um, there's a couple of goals I set for myself for, for running specifically. And one was I wanted to run 500 miles in one year. Mm. Um, and I busted my ass early on and I knocked that out. Like I thought it was going to be a much harder goal to reach. Um, and I hit that in uh, June. So I was like, Oh shit, maybe I got to shoot for a thousand cause I'm halfway through the year and I met, I met 500. So to make it tough, I'll try to repeat this for the second half of the year. Oh. Um, and I'm on track to do that. I'm at 700 and some miles. Uh, you got three months left, so if you're hitting, okay. Uh, okay. I see where you're going. So, so, um, so if you hit these 10 miles a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, that was my other goal I set for myself is, um, I wanted to at the very least run 10 miles in any given seven days, like any, every week for the entire year. And every right. single week I've hit it. No problem. But this week has just been a shit fucking week, dude. And I looked at my, I, it was like six o'clock last night and I had to go to work like, um, you know, like in an hour I had to be at work and Man. I, had, I had nine miles. <laughs> I had not, like I looked at my little counter thing just to check. Cause I'm like, can I skip running today? You know what I mean? Cause I got to get to work. You yeah. know, I can't, I was 0.7 miles short of my 10 miles. for the oh. week. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So I just, I, I, I'm like, all right, I'm taking the dog for a walk. So I took the dog for a uh, one mile run. And that dog was pissed. She's like, she's this little fluffy dog, you know. She's like, yeah. She's, she's trying to run for a mile straight. She's like, ah. I have to see dog tape in my gallery. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny that I had to keep it. <laughs> she's so ridiculous. But like, but you try to like. I was like, nope, no fucking. We're not stopping. We're not taking a shit. We're not sniffing trees. We're running, yeah. bitch. And uh, yeah. we did. We ran one mile. I got my mile. In. So I mean, that's that was my first win of the week. I was like, right, that's, I got, something I, that's something got, I enjoy about you is uh, you're very you're you're much more calculated than I am. Um, you you said you know you have your your everyday podcast that you set out to do and you've been doing that. I think with the exception of uh, your get away with your wife, mm-hmm. right? And that yeah. was at the that was at the plea of me uh, to yeah, yeah. not be a. Uh, to you know, just take some time off from yeah. For the most part, honestly, um, lately I've been trying to figure ways to uh, not have to do it every day. Like I might put together some best of type uh, episodes yeah. where yeah. I don't actually record every day. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I've been I've been backing off of the must do it every single day thing, but I am the the point of that whole uh, thing was to create consistency. And I feel like I'm pretty consistent with it. Like it's, it's five to six days a week for sure right now. So 
Nice. Um, the goal was to not get in a pattern of going a month without uploading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just consistently <laughs> knock them out. Um, that's that war of art type shit yeah, where it's just like, yeah. just do it every day. Like Jerry Seinfeld says, uh, write one bad joke a day. Like for a comedian, it's yeah. like, it, you know, they're not all going to be winners. In fact, most of them will probably suck, but it's just the act of doing it every day and putting it into practice. And then eventually you're going to come out with some bangers. Yeah. So um, that's how I look at it. Now, I have never been that type of organized person. This is something I'm forcing on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to start in this podcast was like to talk about shit like that, like. Uh, I'm not fucking perfect. In fact, I struggle a lot. And the the things that I'm talking about now that I do, like these betterment things, um, they're yeah. new to me too. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. putting these things into practice. Uh, I'm experimenting, and that's that's what the like the setting the goals at the beginning of the year. I had never done that before. It was a brand new thing. So while it's cool, I'm glad like. A, Thank you for admiring that about me. Um, it is a brand new thing for me. Like I've never been like that before. In fact, I've always struggled with not planning things out and not uh, structuring things. Like my life's always been super chaotic. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's something. It's something that serves me well, though. I think uh, like if I have these certain little goals to meet all the time, I stay on a better path. So. Yeah. And that, you know, that's a, that's a, um, that's an admirable goal is to, you know, want to be more organized. Mm-hmm. That That's something that I struggle with the, in professionally, uh, you know, personally, it's like, you know, like, um, I want to get a brilliant workout, but I don't always do that. But it's that's tough, Jesse. I hate it. I'm not going to lie to you. That's something <laughs> that I'm trying, uh, that I'm going to try to do with this is, um, uh, get up at five and, be at the gym at five thirty, and right you know it's gonna be a workout, and uh, you know, so that's gonna take me not staying up and watching uh, Punisher and with the boys, and um, mm-hmm. you know, that's gonna take me being uh, more calculated in my sleep, and uh, you know, cause last night, you know, you're just saying that you're sleeping shit. I could not sleep last night, and then um, me and Joey said, "Yeah, we're gonna go train back at seven tomorrow," and. Mm-hmm. uh, and man, I got to the gym at seven thirty. Joe was already there. He figured I wasn't gonna show up. And man, I felt like somebody beat me over the head with a stick, dude. I looked away for about twelve minutes, and um, I was like, man, uh, you know, like there's not really a point in me being here because this is not going my way. Right. Uh, and you know, and I think, and you know, I went and I did like a concrete like construction work yesterday, and I was like, somebody just ran a marathon. I'm really diving into a lot of physical activity really fast. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, so I, I kind of like, you know, I need to, you know, I said like, I said like, okay, I'm gonna run this marathon, then I'm gonna take a week off and just do this. And then, you know, so I was like, I need to just dial in and do what I need to do. So I wrote that, uh, workout program that I want to do. And, uh, I think that I need to, you know, so I want to wake up at five thirty and go work out, and that just be the thing that I do, right? And so, you know, I asked my wife. I said, "Well, what would be better for you if I worked out before work or um, later in the evening?" Right. And for her, she, you know, she was like, "It's hard to like, of course, before work, because I want to be with you right. afterwards." Right. <laughs> it's like, well, there's my answer. So yeah. five thirty it is. You know? Um, you know, I'm not, but I'm not Jocko Willink, you know. So it's like, um, my Watching four thirty is gonna be not lit up. Being yeah, dude. Like it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be. It, it's going but, to be a know, tough thing. But there was a time where I was up at every day at four, working mm-hmm. out before work. So, um, you know. And let me let me tell you something though. Look, look, there was also a time in your life when you hadn't run a marathon. Yeah. There was also a time in your life where you didn't do a podcast every week consistently. There was a time in my life where I didn't even have a house. <laughs> you know, I, I, there's a, you know, and it's like the the small disciplines are the things, and it's like 
I got very enthralled in um, in discipline, and I was owning that and making sure that that was a, a thing that um, that was on on the forefront of my thoughts um, and in my actions, you know. And I was mindful of wanting to be disciplined. And this was uh, at the start of this marathon, and you know, um, through this time, you know, uh, the you know the wheels are starting to come off a little bit. So now is a good time to I've, I've reached that goal, you know. Um, but now's the time where I need to, you know, reassess things. Uh, yeah. you know, you know, maybe maybe listen to a couple little uh, you know, motivational videos in the mornings. You know, uh sure. get that, you know, get get the restart that fire as we transition into into winter or fall, you know. I don't like I'm not gonna uh, all my runs are probably gonna be on a treadmill for the most part. Yeah. Um you know, so uh, it's probably good, you know, a new training block. It's a, it's a new chapter. It's a new time to, you know, let's start that fire again. Let's, uh, you know, cause I, I, I realize this, like I've done a lot of, uh, body recompositions and I uh, have a lot of transformation picks of different transformations. And it's like, that's cool, but it also shows me the, uh, a pattern of inconsistency, right? Oh yeah. Like I, I get to the top of the, the hill and I push the rock back down. So it's like, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm trying to not do that again. So, yeah. so that's where I'm at with that. Um, but yeah. So, so I'm pretty excited about this, this moving forward. Um, so since we're talking about consistency and discipline and, oh, and yeah, and, and how inconsistent we've been the last two weeks, yeah. our little, our daily challenges. Yeah. So how did you do with the, uh, the, what do we, what do I call it? The wake up 100 challenge. I, I did, I did it for two days and then I, I, I slept in a lot and took my wife to work and went back to sleep and I was on vacation. <laughs> so I, was, I slept a lot. Dude. I feel you. <laughs> and I was kind of, you know, and then I was going to the gym. So, and then I was like, it's not that I didn't do workouts. It's that I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't set a reminder. I didn't t- like, you know, like for my runs, I had it in my outlook and it goes off on my, I wake up and the alarm goes off mm-hmm. and it, you know, my watch says, uh, what I got to do today for my workout. I should have done that. Cause you, I was, you didn't take my challenge seriously. I, I, you didn't make it a priority. I'm lacking. I'm sorry. Dude, I'm, uh, I'm exactly the same. It was my challenge, and I did it for two days, and then I missed two days, and then I did it for one day, and then I missed two days. Like, okay. it was terrible. I'm, I'm, like, okay. stuck I'm, at this. I'm a very good excuse maker, but I did run a fucking marathon mm-hmm. in this week. So okay. <laughs> I will, and that's my only out that I have is for the last two days is the, the only out that I have. I think it's crazy, though, that you can run a full marathon but you can't do a punk ass, like 25 sit ups, 25 push ups. That's both of us, though. Is really I know. Both, um, that's, that's why I like uh, the conjugate method uh, for powerlifting, you know, because it's like, oh, you get a max out twice a week, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, yeah, but it's like, instead of really a progressive overload, where it's like, yeah, you're going to build up to this thing and then you're going to do the thing, you know? Right, um, right. So I'm trying to. So anyway, you're so, trying to wiggle your way out of this. Listen, we both suck really bad at new daily habits. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks, man. It's hard. Just like we're talking about, like you're trying to um, start working out every morning. Like it's going to be the same type of challenge. You're probably going to fail a couple uh, dozen times. Like you're going to be like, "Fuck, man!" It's, it's, it's you know, I just I did it for six days straight, but then I fucking fell off for two days. Like, but eventually, if you keep making shit a habit you'll get there to where it's like, it's part of your day. It's just part right. of it. It's just like, Oh, this is, you know, it's not five thirty anymore. It's the time I work out. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I, I got faith in you, even though we are terrible at this. I hope that the challenge you come up with this week is, uh, as much as we need to work on the daily consistency. A little no, bit, it's, a, it's a one-off. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a, it's a one-off burner. Um, That's cool. I'm going to issue it right now. But I, guarantee, I, I guarantee we will both complete this one. No problem. Yeah. No, this, is the, this one, it, it's, it's going to suck, but it, it's, uh, it's just a, uh, you just go do it. All right. What um, is it? What is it? Okay. All right, but uh, this is not the end of the episode. I still want to talk about the boys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So here, this one is, um, 
It's called Vlad the Inhaler instead of Vlad the Impaler. Okay. Okay. So um, you own a barbell and you own a couple forty-five plates. Uh, yes. Okay, or you have access to a 135-pound yep. barbell? Yep, got it. Okay, so what we're going to do, um, it was going to be Romanian deadlifts, but with it being an AMRAP workout, I, I don't want it to be something where you could potentially do damage to your lower back. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Romanian deadlifts, Latvian Paler, Romanian, Latvian Paler. Okay, so here's the workout. Um, it is three minutes. And you're going to get on this bar and do as many deadlifts as you can in three minutes. Okay. Okay. And, 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 um, and it's going to be who can do more deadlifts, Jesse or Brett. Or in three minutes with 135? Yeah. Okay. And, oh, and, and any lady listeners, I want you to do 95 pounds. There you go. And that's, that, you know, I mean, um, okay. So I, I had this one in my back pocket for a little bit, but I, uh, I watched um, – Last night I was watching the the was it the fittest in the world whatever the CrossFit oh, yeah. documentary. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it a bunch of times. But I was like, if I watch this, I'll fall asleep. Cause I've seen it already. Yeah, I, was like, I, watched, I watched all of those so many times, dude. They, they got like four of them. Yeah, I was watching the one where uh, where K- Katrina David's daughter, uh, where she won, and it was like Matt Fraser's second time winning that thing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I make fun of CrossFit sometimes, and it's not a training modality that I want to participate in regularly. But um, that's just motivating as fuck, dude. But dude, some of those motherfuckers are bad. <laughs> oh yeah, Matt Fraser is a beast, dude. Like, it is just like he's unhuman. He's not a human being, dude. Like he's yeah. fucking alienated. It's crazy. It's crazy. I love though watching that uh, him come in second so many times before he finally won, and now he just yeah. dominates, dominates. Yeah. He fixed like he fixed the holes in his game, and now yeah. he's fucking unstoppable, dude. It's like crazy. he's not a good runner. Then he went and got a running coach, and then was he, a good swimmer. Did the same yeah. thing. Like crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And like yeah. by doing that, like by filling the gaps, by practicing the things he sucked at, right? He just became this uh, invincible fuck. It's a great. It's a great. It could be a movie, dude. It could be a movie. Yeah. It's like Rocky. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like Rocky and Rocky Three, and how he had to kind of retrain himself, like in a different way that he wasn't used right. to, like to be able to fucking build the confidence to come back and win. Like it's crazy, and it's crazy how dominant he went from being second place over and over to dominating. Mm-hmm. And now he train he's trained him and uh Claire was it Tia Claire Toomey? Is Claire that Tia Toomey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. She's the beast, right? And um both of them are like uh, you know, super high level uh, she's like an Olympic weightlifter, like mm-hmm. you know, um like an Olympian. Yeah. And so but now they're training together and they're just, you know, killing it. That's like, crazy. Um, like I think they just like I think they like the games are going right now, and I think but they're doing them like some kind of weird way where it's all virtual, right? So I think yeah. they're. Um, I That's think disappointing. They're, I think they're they're both winning right now. I'm not following closely as I have in years past because um, I don't really care about CrossFit that much anymore. But um, but you know there's this. It's yeah, so I'll, I'll just, to watch I'll, I'll just wait for actually. the movie to come out next year. So what were you saying about it though? Like you were sitting there watching it. Oh yeah, yeah, and it just it gave me the just the idea of uh, doing this this CrossFit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay. Uh, right. I was, and I was just oh, I was just thinking in the past like I don't want to do Romanian deadlifts because that's just straight leg, just straight hip, mm-hmm. and a lot of them might end up that way anyway. But with that being the modality, is just it's too much tension on the lower back. And okay, I haven't so done... it's a three minute as many reps as possible. Yeah, 135 pounds or 95 pounds if you're a female. Yeah, and sorry, I got off on a tangent, but that's where I got the the. I remember when I used to train with a lot of CrossFit. It was like the girls kind of have a lighter weight, so it's like you can build it with 95, guys will go 135. Yeah, because the guys tend to weigh. Right on. You know, you're you're gonna you're gonna kick my ass on this, but I'm glad that you. I haven't uh, done a dude. I haven't done a deadlift like, in. Just it doesn't matter. Like 135 to you is like lifting a piece of paper, and to me, it's like uh, almost my body weight. So it's like, <laughs> it, it, like, and I've never been that strong, but. Like, I'm glad you are putting it out there because I haven't done that list in so long and I'm like, I miss it. Me neither. I, I got to figure out a way to do it, though, to be honest, because my area where I would normally lift is like, I'm going to have to 
I know what I'll do. I got it. Uh, I got it. I got some extra, like, I was trying to figure out, like, flooring, because I got steel weights. I ain't trying to drop them on the concrete outside. Yeah. But, like, I think, I think grass, I'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be good. All right. Fuck my yeah. landlord, bro. <laughs> Fuck his lawn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have these deep ass divots and it's like what what happened to y'all? Uh, <laughs> um so anyway, you want to talk about the boys. So did you catch yeah. up? Did you catch up on the boys? I'm I'm all, I'm all caught up. So what do you think about uh, uh Stormfront? Okay, you're right. Dude, she's a racist. <laughs> oh, dude. Isn't that crazy? That's like a oh, crazy Oh yeah, I was like, how dare she? I was like, oh, wow. that was and then freaking, oh my god, the, that last episode was crazy, man. Doppelganger. I'm not trying to like put all those. Uh, well, I guess it's been, it's been out for a minute. I don't. We don't have that big of a listenership. That it's not really spoiling much. <laughs> no, we're telling we're telling like six people, Jesse. Don't worry about it. Fuck them. Okay, so we're not watching the boys. <laughs> if you're gonna watch the boys right now, don't listen to this next week. Just can stop the episode right now. Yeah, okay, if you made so, it, look, listen, if you made it to uh, the 42-minute mark of this podcast, then you've made it longer than any other listener ever has. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go ahead and shut it off. You're good. Uh, okay, go so uh, Homelander lasering uh, Stormfront's titties. That oh, was yeah. badass. I was like, oh, crazy. Crazy. Like, yeah, oh, that shit. whole sex scene was like crazy as hell, right? Little, little kinky, little fucking. Like not as kinky as Homelander freaking uh, bone and doppelganger. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind of crazy. That was <laughs> kind of nuts. And the fact that like the fact that he was just so okay with it, like he knows it's him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and he's still like, oh, you know what's the most fucking weird is when he turned into Homelander. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. And then he was like trying to fucking go down on him and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you want to? I can imagine it though. Like, you would think Omlander probably would want to fuck himself. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, fuck. I, he's he's like the ultimate fucking sociopath. Of course, ultimate narcissist. Yeah, of course, he'd yeah. want to fuck himself. Yeah, dude. Uh, so, um, yeah, in the black nor. That oh, guy is, yeah. like he's just like what like a independent like a just super just super ninja right yeah dude uh my my buddy Justin and I were talking about it um we did a podcast last year where we talked where we uh, talked about the boys when it first came out and uh, right. we were talking about like all the characters on there and we're like man the one person we don't know shit about because they didn't delve into his character at all at all in season one. Uh, was Black Noir. We're like, dude, I want to I wanna find out who this fucking guy is because he's like the quiet dude in the corner. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. What's his story? Who the fuck is he? Like, what What does he do? What are his powers? Like, we don't even know. So, like... So, he's just like a killing machine. Yeah, so, like, this Jay, season... Like, like, Jacob Voorhees with, like, Ninja moves. Yeah, like, this season, the very first episode is him going in and fucking assassinating somebody. And, like, right. it's showing how impen- impenetrable he is. Like, I'm like, what... Like, yeah. I don't see any, I don't know how they could spend this in any way that the boys could actually win. Like, yeah, like how the fuck could Stormfront, Homelander, and the Black Noir are like unfuckwithable. Yeah, how the, uh, they're literally unfuckwithable. There's nothing that can even fucking hurt them. Like, it's crazy. So, right. what do you do? Human beings, like, <laughs> what can a human do to fight these people? There's no right. logical way they could actually come out on top. Yeah, I'm. So, uh, yeah, I'm just like, what? Are, yeah, what are the boys gonna do? Like, and like, the Starlight's badass, but she ain't doing nothing to to any of those. No, guys. no, like, man. She's like, she's like a B B level. She is. She like her dude. She like Jubilee. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> She's the jubilee of the boys. Of the boys. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and then A train off the team, so mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna do some backstabbery. And oh, yeah. and then Maeve though, Maeve. She's a beast, and she's gonna backstab uh, Homelander too. So yeah. there is hope, and the deep's probably over. Yeah, uh, that's scary too, because I don't feel like Maeve is is a match for Homelander because uh, she, she wouldn't be she wouldn't be so afraid of him. You know Not what I mean? Remotely. I think yeah. her and like uh Stormfront might be on a close level. But Stormfront can fly. Maybe yeah, she and she seems pretty fucking like 
impenetrable. Yeah. Well, she got penetrated, but she's impenetrable. Oh, and she got the fucking lightning, bro. Yeah. She's like <laughs> Storm kind of, right? Like, she's like, like, like Storm. Not- if you took Storm... It, look, if Rogue touched Storm with her bare yeah. hands, <laughs> yeah. you'd get Stormfront. Yeah, so... It's it's weird. That's, I, I, I that's weird, how, weird how racist she is and how like you, you, she comes off like super hyper liberal like online and then yep. it's like just like this totally like, closeted racist. Yep. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. How, like so, yeah. What a clever way to fucking disguise your, yeah, your dark fucking hatred. Yeah, your previous, uh, yeah. Your previous transgressions. That's crazy, though. So she just doesn't age? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, dude, I want that superpower. So I'm thinking about it, too, is like Homelander's fucking like this old ass lady. (laughs) I think about this shit sometimes. Like, when I see movies, like, where, like, there's like a vampire fucking somebody, and I'm like, that's 230 years old. Like, what? what The pedo? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's kind of creepy for him, and it's really kind of creepy for the person fucking him, too. Like, and you're fucking an old ass man or an old ass woman. You know what always fucks me up? Like, looking back on the 80s, how, like, everybody thought Freddy Krueger was super cool. And, like, I thought he was too when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But looking back now, it's like, he's like a pedophile that they burned in the house. Yeah. He's a total fucking pedo. Like, and, yeah, yeah they, they, the, the fucking, the city killed him. <laughs> they, they burned him alive in his own factory. Like, and then we're on Freddy's side. We're like rooting for the fucking pedo yeah, to kill, kill the kids. Like, by Nightmare on Elm Street three, the origin story is like buried. Like, like Nightmare on Elm Street two, like suck, and then it's just like, yeah, you know, and it's just Freddy. Know, like, yeah, it's, they don't delve into it. It's just a cult of personality from there. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. So weird that he was a fucking pedo. All the and, like, remakes of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street have uh, totally sucked. But this is the one, I guess, right? The remake the, of uh, yeah, like the remake. 16th, the, uh, Rob Zombie did was badass. Oh, no, no, no. That was Halloween. I, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, Halloween. I'm, I'm sorry. I think that was awesome, too. I love Rob Zombie's version. One and two. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. I like, dude, I like Rob Zombie films, period. Like, I could oh, go yeah. on it. They're I went on a whole. That's, that's funny you bring that up. I just kind of uh, went on a little. Uh, I watched the the, the Lord of Sa- the this is Lord of Salem. That was a uh, pretty good. Have you seen that one? No. That's uh, one of his newer ones. Oh um, shit! I didn't even know about it. Look, I I want to see Three from Hell because it's the third of the yeah. Alpha I haven't Alpha watched corpses. that yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I would like to watch that. I I watched the. His wife, it's in all of his movies, is yeah. um, the central character of the Lords of Salem, which is good. It's a movie about witches in Salem. Um, yeah, I'll have awesome. to check that out for sure. And then there's another one called um, 31 or, or something like that. Uh, anyway, they're all on Amazon Prime, so uh, for sure I'll you check can it watch out. Them. But Three from Hell is not on there. It's not. Yeah. I might pay the six bucks. I don't know. I got to get a brilliant model for yeah, but it is it is spooky season upon us. We're getting into October. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm well, I'm excited for. I mean, I guess there's going to be trick or treat. I mean, <laughs> uh, we ain't doing that. Yeah. We're just going to dress up at home. Just uh, nah, man. There's uh, the cases in the in my county are just, just skyrocketing, and I'm not going to subject my household to yeah. COVID. We, we, so. I feel like I don't know if we pretty much got it under control or what, but I don't really. You dress I, up to a party I, at the house. I'm not. I'm not saying COVID's a lie, bro. I'm just saying I don't know anyone with COVID. I, I'm sure you do. But I do, I, but I'm saying I, in in Ohio, okay, it was like it was like uh, really bad supposedly, but I never met anyone with it, and okay, I never well, heard of anyone with it. And then I, I was very close. I work very closely with the county mm-hmm. and um and I'm a community health worker and uh yeah, I just, I I mean I I work with people that have had COVID. I've gotten them meals so they can quarantine and yeah. it, it you know, it's a it's a thing. I don't think it's a lie. I don't think it's a lie. I just don't think I, the, the only thing that I I have a problem with with it is like that uh, I think they over overhyped it. I think it, they scared the fuck out of people. 
when, I mean, when, I when, when we're all eventually going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the healthy people are, will probably be just fine. And yeah, you're yeah. right. The, the vulnerable people are the ones that have like get it bad. Well, um, to I mean, I think that eventually everybody will get COVID. It's going to be like the flu. You know, yeah, I, like, I do too. I do too. It's going to be like influenza, or it's going to be like. Um, the 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 rhinovirus like you know a cold common cold like it's gonna be something that everybody gets and maybe even several times you get it like you just get it you know you'll have like yeah. covid season i don't know i don't know well, but, yeah and you know they thought it was gonna you know two weeks to flatten the curve and that was mm-hmm. six months ago and it's yeah. like it's just gonna it's just gonna be a thing that ha- happens you know for sure so and i think i also think that the best thing we can do, and the, 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 they don't really talk about this. I, I don't know why. The best thing you can do is do healthy shit. Like, do stuff for your general health, and you're more apt to, even if it's not, not contract COVID, but not get really, really sick from it. Like, you yeah. might get it, but you're going to have a better chance fighting it off if you are generally healthier. Like, if you got um, a manageable uh, weight, like, you you know... Yeah, if you don't have a respiratory, if you don't smoke cigarettes, you don't have a respiratory, right. you know, if you don't have a pre existing conditions, right. you, you, exercise, you eat healthy. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, well, The Rock got COVID. His whole family didn't. And you, you kind of did the same thing. You get enough sleep. Yeah. Uh, still, okay. How sick did The Rock get, though? Well, that's what, uh, that's what I'm saying. The Rock didn't get very sick. He's a fucking Rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a Rock, man. Uh, that's our dad, bro. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think that the long lost father. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, that's. I guess I mean that's a good example, I guess. But I mean, I feel like most people who are pretty healthy and lead a pretty healthy lifestyle don't seem to have much problem with it. And I think our best bet as a society is for more of us to become those generally healthy people. Well, you know, and our problem is is that we have so many obese, so many people with heart problems and, and so many people who smoke cigarettes and so many, like that's a large portion of our population that's super vulnerable to this thing. Yep. And they can do something about it, at least a little bit about it. I mean, you might not be able to prevent it, but I feel like you can better your chances of fighting it off. Yeah. 100%. We, we, we gotta, I think that they need to emphasize that more. Like, the people who are putting stuff out about it, they need to make that a priority. Like, look, people, we can fight this a lot better as a healthy community. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not, it's not about stay away from everyone and hope you don't get it. It's make yourself fucking your, yeah. your immune system tough enough to fight it. You know well, I, mean? I mean, you know, like <laughs> there's all the memes about, you know, COVID and then the Flintstone vitamin I mean, I ate when I was eight, but like, I really do eat them little, uh, elderberry, uh, gummies and, uh, you know, I take echinacea, golden seal, like, you know, I try to mean, you know, that might just be hocus pocus stuff, but I'm trying to maintain the health because I directly work with community vulnerable people, you know, like I need yeah. to make sure and I'm healthy and sure. that I, you know, and I need to practice the things that I'm teaching. Yeah. And, and, don't, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I, I don't want to come off as a, as a denier. Like I wear my mask. Oh, no. every, I wear yeah. my mask everywhere I go. Like I don't fucking, I don't play around like that. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I wash my hands every time I go to the bathroom, every time I walk past one of them hand sanitizer things, I get a little squirt of it. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I get in the car, I squirt my hands. When I get in the yeah. truck at work, I wipe yeah. the entire thing down with fucking Clorox wipes. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so I'm taking it seriously. I'm just saying I think we need to emphasize uh, health, like general yeah, health to people and, more. You know, and it's like, yeah, you should be washing your hands anyway, COVID or not, right? Right on. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. One thing this has done is going to maybe instill some healthier habits in people, so that's good. I just wish that they, they would also start taking the other aspect like not just prevention but like uh you know making yourself strong enough to fight stuff off like well yeah you know getting generally healthier getting enough getting the vitamins that your body requires and minerals and and uh the nutrients and eating you know less well, sugar yeah, and more whole foods and exercise and the, what what is detrimental that people aren't talking about is there's a huge increase in uh 
uh, people's deterioration of their mental health because they're not getting the proper treatment. There's a huge increase in substance abuse oh, yeah. correlated to COVID because people are not going to their treatment. The NAM yeah. is shut down. The AA is shut down. The yeah. you know, um, you know, um, there's been less reports of child abuse and spousal abuse, but that might be because people can't um, report it because they're directly. Yeah. Because they're in the clutches of their abuser. Yeah, so for sure. I can't family. imagine that domestic abuse abuse would go down. There's no fucking right. way. I mean, you're literally locked in the house with somebody. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, not literally locked in, but like you know, you're you're in a close proximity with your. Yeah. And you know, uh, somebody someone said uh, the key to having marriage is square footage of a house. Yeah. yeah. There you, go. <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah. All right. Um, um, well, real quick, I wanted to touch on the book because we've been running a long ass time here, almost an hour. And, okay. Uh, but I think we should touch on the book for just a couple minutes because we said we would on each episode and then we can wrap it up. So have you still been listening to the book at all? I have not gotten into it too much this week. Okay. I'm kind of still with the main takeaways of, you know, uh, um, you know, just owning your masculinity, not you know, just making yourself a priority. Those are the takeaways that I've gotten from it so far. For sure. Um, I wanted to ask you something. Um, yeah. This is kind of really the only thing I want to talk about it on, like, this week, is uh, that we didn't talk about last time. But <clears throat> what do you think about, and it's so whatever you think, man, it's personal opinion. Like, uh, he suggests that obviously he suggests we seek out um, more, you know, the nice guys should seek out more male friendships and male mentors. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's true. But he also on top of that now, um, he suggests that they should seek out male counselors and not have a female. Mm. counselor. What do you think about that? Ooh. Because, like, I don't know, I don't know if yeah, it's putting too much yeah. out there about it. Like, but you and I both, we talked like in detail about it. We both have yeah, female, a female I, counselor. Yeah. And, so, uh, how do you and feel about that? That's fun. That's actually funny because I was discussing this book with my counselor, mm-hmm. and and I was, you know, and I was addressing to her that I don't think masculinity is toxic, and she's like, "Well, of course it is," and I said, like, "Well, of course it's not." Like, you know, I vehemently disagree with that and uh-huh. that because I said there's a level where you're, you know, overcompensating and that can be, you know, and that's where people are getting this ideology of masculine, uh, toxic masculinity. But, mm-hmm. um, you yeah, know, it's, mas- like, is, it, is it the masculinity that's toxic or is it the person that's exuding it? No, it's a, it's a, it's a peacocking. It's yeah. the it's the, you know, the slamming the bar down after a light deadlift. Like, you don't got to do that. You yeah, know, it's like, the intimidation, it's the, yeah, it's it's the uh, misogyny type shit. That shit is toxic. But yeah. the, the masculinity itself, I don't think so. I don't well, think so. No, because, um, you know, you, 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 I don't know. I have, I have like a feeling where it's like, I, I gave, hold on, sorry, I'm getting kind of lost in my thought. What I want to say is, I think that's a good idea. Maybe I should have a male counselor, but that's not available available to me at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, see, but, I do want to say too. He says that um, that it's good for men to have male counselors uh, because the type of men who are labeled as nice guys, okay, which mm-hmm. we've said we fit a lot of the description of. We check some of the boxes. Yeah, um, that they have a tendency to seek female approval, approval from women and that it may not be conducive to bettering yourself to have a female counselor because some part of you is going to be trying to, um, win her approval or, um, impress her in some way or, you know, make her, you know, or make her not think negatively of you or whatever it might be. You might not be, uh, you you'd be you'd be kind of running her a little bit in, in a sense of like yeah you want to think of a, you as a certain type of person yeah she become a matriarchal figure instead of um mm-hmm. instead of uh you know 
something that's going to bring out the masculine side of you. Right. And, or or and, someone, yeah, you're going to, you're not going to be fully yourself because you'll be aware that should be judging you. You know what I mean? From a female perspective, like, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know. I've been thinking about it though. Like I have always felt, he even says in the book, like you, you may feel more comfortable talking to women because, because of that aspect. Like, yeah. and I know that I do, I know that I've made friends with females um, throughout my life, uh, much more deeper friendships with females than males. Um, for the most part, like I've had really good female friends. I've had good male friends, but I find it easier to, um, spark up a conversation with a female than a male, to be honest, like a stranger, a, a random male stranger, uh, right. different if it's like a friend or a friend of a friend, but like, or a coworker, but if it, if it was a stranger and there was a female standing there and a male standing there, I'd be much more apt to say something to the female, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Just like friendly. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not like trying to be Mac daddy, but I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm in that same boat. I think that, well, maybe I, I think that for me, I'm, I'm pretty good at just uh, getting along with people in general and just, uh, you know, like striking up a conversation with anybody is kind of a, a you know, a, something that comes naturally to me. I'm, I'm yeah, that way. for sure. I'm not, I, I wasn't, I wouldn't say that I don't, I didn't have male friends too, like almost equally to females. I just always felt a little more comfortable. Yeah. You know, like, I, I feel like, um, I could disclose more so a female friend yeah. than I have in the past, but, um, that's something in the past, but now um, I've kind of grown in my masculinity more in my recovery, whereas I w- I've had more more uh, male support where it needed. Yeah. Um, but but you know, um, but there is some relevance to that that critique that we you know men need to learn how to be men from men. Right. You know, yeah. and I think that and and I think that goes the same for women. But um, for sure. But, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a female counselor, but you might, but, you know, there is some things that I would not disclose to my current counselor that I would to a man. Right. And by, and well, by even like, even like, um, like you just said, like, do you think you maybe felt a little judged when you kind of, you set out your opinion that like, you know, uh, toxic masculinity and she was like, well, of course well, hurts, yeah. well, yeah, you know, and, um, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, and she doesn't have to agree with me and I don't have to agree with her, you know, like, right, right. Like, you know, there's been times where she's like, I don't know what to do with you or for you. Like, you know, it seems like, <laughs> yeah. it seems like you're very self-aware and you know what you need to work on. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, so, um, so I think that and there's some validity to that. Mm-hmm. I think that men need to have men that they look up to in their life and, you know, I I do have a very strong male uh, counterparts that I I am in regular contact with on, on about personal issues. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that um, if, if that's your only outlet, then yeah, I think he might have some validity in his in his thought right there. But if you don't, but if you have strong male supports in your life, then I think that that's and that's just one of your outlets. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, they're basically just going to be giving you like. Um, tools for your toolbox so where you would receive that from isn't really matters like a checker at a store right or like a teacher of a class almost yeah and not even that like to be honest like a, a lot of what counseling is is like having um having someone that will um listen without judgment of you know like yeah. without judging you personally it's like it, you can't really have that relationship with like your wife because you know or your friend because they're going to have some sort of um feeling about it yeah like they they might not judge you outwardly or whatever but you know they're going to go home and be like oh man i didn't know he was like that you know <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, like, <laughs> with, a, with a counselor with a professional relationship like that it you don't have to worry about that like they're not going to go home like who cares if they went home and they thought like man that dude's fucking nuts like yeah, that doesn't really that's affect it. you you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you know, the yeah, but you're not their personal friend. They're, they're their right. Patient. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. I think there's some validity to it as well. Um, but I don't know if I'm quite ready yet to uh, ditch 
my female counselor that I enjoy very much. So yeah, I'm well, well, you know, I'm I'm just getting tools from my toolbox from my counselor is the right. way that I look at it, and right. you know, bouncing things off her, and you know, it's just somebody that you know that you can check check in with and make sure that you know I'm not like I just like want uh, somebody to help me reframe some of my thoughts that yeah. might not be accurate on the right. right. So that's that's what I get out of uh out of my counseling. But um cool, cool. But yeah. All right. You ready to wrap this thing up, dude? Yeah. I know we'll we'll touch base next week and I, I should have that book uh done read by next week. So um maybe next next week will be the full month of this book, won't it? I think so, yeah. It'll be it'll so be maybe we'll, we'll, we'll uh, delve in deep and uh Okay. It'll be like, maybe it'll be a, uh, the main part of the episode, man. Or, or maybe we even do another like little short episode, like 20, 30 minute episode where we just talk about a little book review. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's, all, it's all podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want, man. <laughs> right. Right. All right. All right. Everybody. Thank you for listening. If you want to check in with us online, you can look us up on Facebook. Uh, just look up long, long lost brothers podcast, or you can check us out on Instagram at long lost brothers underscore podcast. You can check out Jesse at Cold with a K and me at Real Brett Scott. Thank you for listening, and we will check in with you guys again next week. All right. Bye.